Enjoy Manx Radio on air and online via manxradio.com, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube and via our Manx Radio apps. Manx Radio's coverage of the Manx Music Festival is brought to you by Spectrum Windows. Find them on Facebook, spectrumwindows.im or spectrumwarmroofs.im. Thastamai and a very good evening to you. It's Judith here in the studio presenting another hour today at the Guild. Got off to a great start, spent the last minute thinking, where are my glasses? Where were they? On the end of my nose. Tell you, I'm not fit to be let out unsupervised, am I? Let's start off with some brilliant music because once again we've had a day of huge talent, great variety. It This is the, the guild that goes on giving and I do hope that you are enjoying listening to our winning performances as much as I'm enjoying playing them for you. We had two more qualifiers today for the Sheffield Plate, the highest honour that the Guild offers to our young singers. And it was Megan Boardman who sang in the first class of the day, the girls' solo for years, school years 9 and 10, so this is up to age 15, 14 and 15-year-olds. The accompanist is Jill Collings. This is a test piece, and it's the complete song from The Wizard of Oz, the very, very well-known Over the Rainbow. And this is the winning performance. This is how Megan Boardman sang herself in to the Sheffield Plate final that will be on Friday night. Over the Rainbow with Megan Boardman.
Megan Boardman taking us there away over the rainbow. Her accompanist Jill Collings and Megan will be singing for the Sheffield Plate on the Royal Hall stage on Friday night. And the competition that followed that was for the another place in the Sheffield Plate final for slightly younger age group for 12 and 13 year olds. And that one was won by Evie Skillicorn. She got the same mark as Megan, in fact, 89. And we'll play Evie's song in just a few moments, but from our very promising young singers to somebody who just can turn out winning performance after winning performance. Peter Kringle has been taking part in the Guild for a fair number of years. He started at a very, very young age and he just has the right song for the moment and he knows how to deliver a class-winning performance and he did that on stage last night. The class was the Victorian or Edwardian Ballad. It's an own choice class and it was anything that's been written up to 1920. And again, the accompanist Jill Collings and Peter took a first place with Parted by Tosti. This is Peter Kringle to sing for you now. Oh 
And that was the performance that secured a first place for Peter Kringle in the Victorian or Edwardian ballad class. That was in the Royal Hall last night. Now, somebody we haven't heard from all week is going to sing for you now. And you might be wondering why I haven't mentioned the name of Mandy Griffin. Well, I'm going to now because she won the operatic solo class and that was also on stage in the Royal Hall last night. Now, the lovely thing that uh, Mandy was saying to me a while ago was that she has a great diversity to her music career. She's she's a very res- respected teacher. She also has a performance career as well. And she loves to take part in the Guild. She's passionate about the Guild. In fact, she, she did a thesis on it as part of her doctorate about music festivals in general, the Guild in particular. So absolutely passionate about the Guild itself. But she said that she really enjoys just taking part in the classes that she gets the most amount of pleasure from. So, you know, she she has her Cleveland medals and enjoyed that experience. But she picks a class that, like piano accompaniment or something like that, that she will get a real pleasure from and a real challenge. And I think when you listen to this, you will realise that Mandy has chosen very carefully, it's an own choice class, that she's chosen very carefully something that she's clearly enjoying singing. It's an operatic solo that she's singing and she's acting as well. What she's chosen is, the the piece is called I Was a Constant Faithful Wife. It's from The Bear by William Walton, which is based on a play by Chekhov. And it is described as an extravaganza in one act. And I tell you that when you listen to this, you will realise that Mandy can get the whole of an extravaganza into one song, really. And the idea of it is, is Popova, who is the character that, that Mandy's character in this song. Popova is, she's mourning her late husband, Popov, and she's keeping his memory alive and she's distraught. But it becomes clear during the course of the this, this operetta that her loyalty is misplaced and Popov wasn't quite such um, a devoted husband as she would like us to believe that he was. Anyway, one of them, Popov's creditors, Smirnov, arrives to see if he can get some money out of Popova. And they have a dreadful argument and a fight and all the rest of it. Anyway, in the end, they fall in love. 
So there we go. Everybody works all works out nicely in the end. However, it's things are not going quite so well in this song. It's the the accompanist here is Madeline Kelly. Mandy Griffin won the operatic solo class, and here she is to sing for you. I was a constant faithful wife. And let me warn you, she does sound quite fierce here, but sings very splendidly. Tea 
Excellent, excellent. It's not easy to to cry and sing in tune at the same time, is it? Mandy Griffin, winner of the operatic solo class. And now, as we say, for something completely different. Manx Radio's coverage of the Manx Music Festival is brought to you by Spectrum Windows. Find them on Facebook, spectrumwindows.im or spectrumwarmroofs.im. And the word is choirs, because today, this afternoon, we started with the first of the children's choir classes. And this is the the way the character of the Guild changes as we move through the week. And we start with some of the, the the children's choirs. There'll be more of them as the days go on. And then, of course, we've got the splendid festival of adult choirs on Saturday, the culmination of the whole of the Guild. And that's going to be something very, very special. I'll tell you more about that in detail tomorrow. But all I will say is, if you can get down to the Villa Marina on Saturday night, you will have such a wonderful night, such a variety of music in the same way as the brass bands on last Sunday gave us a mini concert. All of the choirs who will be taking part on Saturday, Saturday night, will be producing a mini concert for you with so much variety. It's going to be great. If you can get down, do please. It'll be a brilliant night's entertainment. Truly something for everybody. And we're going to have something lovely now because we had boys' choirs and and girls' choirs in the Royal Hall this afternoon. Boys' choirs up to year six, so that's just up to 11-year-olds. And girls' choirs in the same for the same category, up to age 11. Now, I do think that it's particularly tricky to get boys to sing in a choir, isn't it? You know, it's not play football, yes, join a choir, hmm... Very gifted music teachers can do it, and I'm happy to say they do do it. Do it to a great standard. We had four boys' choirs competing this afternoon. They're all great, and the honours go on this occasion to Cronkyberry School. They took a first place in this boys' choirs class, and they've got. it was an open choice, and all the rules said was that you had to choose two contrasting pieces. And here's Cronkyberry School to sing for you. They're two contrasting pieces that won them the class. Cronkyberry's Boys Choir. Oh! 
Well-deserved, rousing applause there for Klaus Winner's Cronkyberry School, their boys' choir, for up to year six. And the first song, The More They Do, was written by Lynn Marsh. The second song, incidentally, was called Try Everything. But uh, Lynn Marsh adjudicated here at the Guild uh, quite a few years ago now, but I do remember her distinctly lovely lady, and she absolutely, completely fell in love with the island and its music. And as you might be aware, especially if you've got youngsters in primary school, she's written a lot of very, very child-friendly music, and she has written several works, especially for school children on the island. So a great, great connection there. And now let's go back to the qualifiers for the Sheffield Plate. We heard at the beginning of the programme Megan Boardman, who earned her place by winning her solo voice class this morning. And now we're going to listen to Evie Skillicorn. She won the second class for the slightly younger age range, 12 to 13. Evie Skillicorn is going to sing for you now. And this is how she earned her place to sing for the Sheffield Plate tomorrow night. This is Evie Skillicorn and the, the big song from Whistle Down the Wind. Frank Woolley is her accompanist.
beautiful, expressive singing from all our young vocalists. That's Evie Skillicorn. And uh, just a little reminder of uh, who will be competing on Friday night. And then I'll tell you the programme for Friday night. But uh, we've got Isaac Kreisky, Lucy Morris, Ethan Wiley, Anna Tamarova, Kendra Metcalf, Megan Boardman and Evie Skillicorn. There's one more place to be filled, the boys' treble solo for school years 7 to 9, and that will be decided first thing tomorrow morning. And then that will he, we'll have a boy's name to fill in that gap, and then we'll have all our contenders for the Sheffield Plate. So, Friday night in the Royal Hall, it starts at 7 o'clock, and it begins with the Sheffield Plate competition. So all those young people will sing their set song, their test piece, once again. A different adjudicator will listen to them. Their pals' performance, like for the Cleveland Medal, the pals' performance has no relevance to this. The adjudicator, John Pomfrey, who has not heard these young people sing, he will judge their performance tomorrow night. So that's the Sheffield Plate. Then we move on to the vocal duets final. And this is the for the Balloon Rose Bowl. It's the winners of the mixed voice duet, the male voice duet and ladies voice duet. And they will all sing again, competing against each other for that top prize of the Balloon Rose Bowl. And that will be followed by the Cleveland medal test. And we were talking about this last night. We now know all the people taking part, the three highest marked entrants across all classes, S2, S3 and S4. Those are the ladies' special solo voice classes and the highest marked entrants across classes S5, S6 and S7, which are the men's special solo voice classes. So we've got Karen Elliott, Ruth Tickle, Linda Corkish, Matthew Quinn, Paul Costain and Terry Qualtro. They will be competing for the Cleveland medal. And then it's not finished yet. We have to finish the evening, the vocal ensemble class for years nine and over. So that's for 14 year olds and over. So what that means is that we've got groups of adults like the parents of Balakotia School, the Londu Ensemble, but we've also got younger groups from drawn from the secondary schools and that is going to be an, a lovely way to finish the evening. So how about that? Seven o'clock onwards in the Royal Hall tomorrow night. That's the finals and then we have all the concerts on Saturday night and of course there's competitions during the day as well. Like I say, this is the guild that goes on giving. Now, brand new class. Let's talk about this because I've been mentioning this on numerous occasions in the run-up to the Guild. And we have two new classes and one of them is yet to take place. It's tomorrow. It's the tomorrow night. It's the stand-up comedy. So we'll, we'll just leave that for a moment. That's going to be in the promenade suite tomorrow night. So if that is more your taste, you might like to come along and pop down into the promenade suite. And then when, if, when all of that's over, you can come up and listen to the rest of the evening in the Royal Hall. Not a bad deal, is it? But last night we had the competition for news reading. Now, this is, is if it's a spoken word class, but we put it in a different way by asking the competitors to well, the, the, I'll explain how it works. And we said in the in the rules that each, each person taking part in the class would be given three stories which they would be given a short time before the class starts to read through and it will be up to them to decide the order in which the three stories should be read and to present the three stories in the style of a news bulletin. And the stage was set out with a, a table and a microphone on the table and just to, to create the kind of the suggestion of an environment of a news studio in a radio station. 
And then it was up to the to the competitors to decide how they would present themselves and present the material. We had two classes. One was for up to 18-year-olds and one was for 18-year-olds and over. We're going to listen now to the winner of the class for the younger age range, up to 18s. This is Danielle Wil- Wilkinson. Danielle Wilkinson, and she won her class. And as I say, she, those were the rules. She was presented with the three stories with a short, very short time to prepare them, to prioritise them and to deliver this news bulletin. This is Danielle Wilkinson. You are listening to the Guild New- Radio News Bulletin. I am Danielle Wilkinson and it is Wednesday the 1st of May 2019. They may look cute, but wild wallabies are causing havoc on the roads of the Isle of Man. Around 160 wallabies are believed to be roaming the Manx countryside after a pair escaped from a wildlife park in 1965. A spokesperson for the Isle of Man Constabulary said that dealing with incidents involving wallabies is all in a day's work for the Manx police force. On one occasion, officers had to wade into the sea near Ramsey after a wallaby was found struggling in the water with a broken leg. In another case, which could have had serious consequences, a driver crashed his car into a wall whilst trying to avoid a wallaby in the road. Sergeant Tony Lawler said we are not alone in dealing with wallabies. There are also large groups in Scotland and in Bedfordshire. They don't attack people or pose any threat, but they can cause collisions in the same way as hares or rabbits. In other news, a primary school on the Calf of Man is to give pupils Friday afternoons off. From September, Kitterland Community School will close its gates at 12.15pm rather than 3.20pm on Fridays. The school insists that this is not a way to give teachers an afternoon off, nor is it a way of saving money. Instead, it argues that Friday afternoon lessons are pointless since youngsters are short of attention and focus after a full week of classes. The school claims that the move will improve children's education as well as enabling families to spend more quality time together. The move was greeted with a mixed response from parents, with one mother saying, it's a really good idea. I know that by Friday afternoon, the kids are burnt out and don't take anything in. Meanwhile, another pupil's father said, this is ridiculous. Both my wife and I work, so this will mean one of us having to take Friday afternoons off to look after our kids. On a more positive note, the head of Chicken Rock Primary also in the parish of Russian, has announced a new move to deal with pupils who constantly fidget in class. All seven and eight-year-olds are to be given floor-mounted pedalling machines. It is hoped that whilst the children pedal, they will stop fidgeting, stay in their seats and pay more attention to the teachers. As an added benefit, spending a school day on a pedalling machine can burn as many as 600 calories. Our final story tonight. A supermarket chain has launched a gender-neutral gingerbread person in order to be inclusive and has asked the public to choose a suitable name. Shoppers have been encouraged to sign up to Tesco's website and submit their suggestions for a name which would suit a gender-neutral biscuit. The gingerbread person will have clothing which will change according to the season with appropriate icing sugar outfits for Halloween and Christmas. The announcement has been greeted with amusement. Shopper Marvin Butler tweeted, how about Snowflake? I'm Danielle Wilkinson, and that is all for this evening, and I'll be back again next year. Good night.
I think that Danielle Wilkinson is superb. Now, do bear in mind that those are long stories and she had very, very short preparation time. Only, only a short time to read through the stories. And uh, don't you think we've got a newsreader of the future there? Well, I certainly do. Congratulations to Danielle Wilkinson on a Clouds win there, making history as the first person to win the newsreading Clouds in the Guild. Now, that, as I say, was for up to age 18. Then we had a class for adults. And this was a, oh, this was a hotly contested battle. Some excellent potential newsreaders in this class. But the first place went to Toby Smith. Now, I hope Toby will forgive me, that, but for the constraints of time, just because I want to put as much as I can into the hour, that I have slightly edited Tony's bulletin. But I hope I've done it in a way that you will still be able to recognise and appreciate the style in which Toby Smith, class winner for the adult news reading class. I hope you'll be able to appreciate the style in which he delivered his news bulletin. This is Toby Smith. Good evening. I'm Toby Smith and this is the Promenade Suite News on Wednesday the 1st of May at 8.30 and a bit. Farmers are being blamed for creating a wave of drug-resistant fungi that can infect people's lungs or their blood. Several forms of this superfungi have emerged, often infecting people with weak immune systems. They're also becoming common in hospitals, causing post-operative blood infection. And finally, skateboarding, skipping and joling are not activities usually associated with Japanese monks, but Japan's usually serene religious men have adopted these new pursuits in order to prove that the kimono they wear does not hold them back, or specifically, that it does not prevent them from driving safely. This follows the prosecution of a monk in Yamagata Prefecture, who was fined for, in the opinion of the police, taking the wheel whilst wearing a Japanese robe which could interfere with driving. Police decided that the, man, that the sleeves and hem of his robe were too long for driving. The man, who was on his way to a Buddhist memorial service, was fined 6,000 yen, about £45, but has refused to pay. Now, his fellow monks have taken to the streets in protest to show what they are capable of doing whilst wearing their religious attire. Many posted videos of themselves on social media, juggling, exercising, and riding scooters. One even filled himself skateboarding down a hill. If I can do this much, he said, surely driving is not a problem. That was the news. I've been Toby Smith. You've been lovely to read to. Good night. What a nice way to end the news bulletin. You could take any kind of bad news from Toby Smith, couldn't you? And he won the class for adults, the adult class for news reading, and was the first person to receive the Ian Cannell Trophy. And lovely that we have that and another award in the Guild, remembering somebody who gave, again, a tremendous amount to Ireland life, also a tremendous amount to the Guild. And, of course, had an association here with Manx Radio. So a very precious award to add to our other impressive, very impressive collection of trophies awarded during this festival. We're going to hear from another of our very popular singers right now. Manx Radio's coverage of the Manx Music Festival is brought to you by Spectrum Windows. Find them on Facebook, spectrumwindows.im or spectrumwarmroofs.im. Paul Costain has... a, a 
he also has earned a place in the final for the Cleveland medal test. It is an experience that Paul is quite familiar with as he's got a couple of Cleveland medals under his belt already. But who will be taking the medal home tomorrow night? Well, we shall have to wait and see. But from his choice of songs, and you might, if you were listening last night, um, I was mentioning that it's it's not exactly own choice, but in our special solo classes, the singers have been given three um, con- groups of composers from which they can pick. They can't pick two songs from any one group, though. They must pick their two songs from two separate groups. And... This is one of Paul's choices and it's a Vaughan Williams song and it's Hugh's Song of the Road. This is Paul Costain and he is accompanied by Gareth Moore. Horses, horses, thunder down the valleys, foaming manes and tossing tails, strength and speed and Scampering checks and sudden sallies Hear them up the mountain Lie still and high Till we meet the wind Race wind and down the hollows Drive the wind before us Leave it streaming out behind us Up, up, again The panting wind that follows Not the wind of heaven itself
The mighty voice of Paul Costain and Hugh's Song of the Road by Ralph Vaughan Williams and his accompanist was Gareth Moore. And just a little word of appreciation for our accompanist. I was listening to Madeleine Kelly accompanying uh, Mandy Griffin just earlier on and just superb playing. And Mandy was just one in a class, of, in that particular case, in a class of eight, eight different pieces, all of that, that same complexity. And Madeleine just sat down, played them through. Gareth hasn't been playing for all kinds of different classes. He's been accompanying singers. He's been accompanying solo instrumentalists uh, earlier today. And all of our accompanists working so hard and with such versatility and all the time concentrating, supporting the person who's actually being adjudicated. So just a, we can't mention them too often, can we? Huge debt of gratitude for all that they do. Brilliant job. Now... Here's a lady that, it, this is just lovely to see Marilyn Cannell having the opportunity to be a competitor in the Guild for 20, 25 years. She was an official accompanist and we all remember, you know, when she used to play for the um, Victorian and Edwardian ballads and she would always wear her lovely big Victorian or hat, Edwardian hat with a big feather on it she, and her shawl. She would always join in and, and, and just give that little tone to the class, wouldn't she? And so now she's done that, she's retired from that, and now she can be a competitor. And she's having a very successful guild. She won the public speaking with 90 marks earlier in the week. And last night, she won the music composition class. Now, the brief for this is quite simply the to maintain a link with our cultural heritage. The challenge is to compose a piece of music that if it were performed would be for a maximum of five performers on a Manx theme. Simple as that. Now, the 
adjudication is done just by the adjudicator looking at the sheet music. So you don't have to perform it. The performance is not part of the adjudication. However, you are invited, those taking part are invited to put on a performance of their piece of music if they wish. And two out of the three in the class did. And so that's great because we can now hear Marilyn singing her own composition. But let's first make mention of the other two competitors in the class who came a joint second. They were Timothy Price and his piece was called God is Love and it was performed by Morag Withy. She was singing beautifully and accompanied on piano by John Riley. And Marcus Boyd, he, his composition was called A Pastoral for Winds and he was in joint second place with, with Timothy but he didn't arrange a performance of his piece. Now, I don't think we're going to have time to play both Timothy and Marilyn in this hour of the programme, but I can promise you that we'll play Timothy's either in, either tomorrow or over my weekend coverage because, of course, we've still got we've got an hour's music tomorrow night and we've got Sunday night when Sundown will be going to the Guild and not only bringing you all the highlights from the finals nights, but also we'll be putting in some other performances that we just simply haven't had time for. But let's listen now to Marilyn Cannell, winner of the Music Composition Class. And the song that Marilyn has written and is going to sing for you now is The Mermaid and the Apple Tree. Marilyn Cannell. I sit and I sing on Bookham Rocks. I'll bring good luck to thee. The fisher folk will drop apples for the children of the sea. And one of them, young Danny, said, is very dear to me. And the Sit 
and I sing on broken rocks. The seasons come and go. I watch, I wait, but the apple tree, it's taking its time to grow. I'll journey off to find my love within the tidal flow, and the wild, wild waters will take me to places song. Marilyn Cannell's own composition, The Mermaid and the Apple Tree. The music composition winning performance there. Well, we are rapidly coming to the magic hour of 10 o'clock. I hope you're going to stay tuned. Andy Wint will be along in five or six minutes with your late show. But ahead of that, I have but two words to say to you and the words are Joshua Brown. Now, if you are a keen Guild follower, you will remember that this brilliant instrumentalist just blew us away last year with his fabulous saxophone playing, and he has done it again. And that's how we're going to end this programme, with a wonderful piece of music from instrumentalist Joshua Brown playing his soprano saxophone. He's accompanied by Gareth Moore. The piece, which is Pequena Sada, is his own arrangement, and this is how I leave you.
Manx Radio's coverage of the Manx Music Festival is brought to you by Spectrum Windows. Find them on Facebook, spectrumwindows.im or spectrumwarmroofs.im.